Hello, Steve here. Welcome to Real Health. Oh, my goodness, who'd have thought? Who'd have thunk? Who'd have imagined? Who'd have studied for? Who'd have... <laughs> Who's qualified enough? Who, uh... Health, it's all about nutrition. Oh, this and, this and that uh, protein and carbs and... Oh, go keto. Nah, 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 nah. Nah, nah, nah. Micronutrients. Micronutrients, it's where it's at. If you're eating a particular diet and you're not, not getting... Uh, ample amounts of the uh, 90 essential, 90 declared essential micronutrients that we re- require, or vertebrates require for that matter, for health and longevity, then you won't have health and longevity. And I predict by 2050, our average life, uh, human life expectancy of whatever it is right now, 77 or 78, and let's let's pick 77, I predict it'll be 75, maybe 72. Oh, it's the vaccines. Ah, oh, it's the pollution. Ah, oh, it's the toxins. Ah, oh, it's our... What's the lifestyle? Ah, oh, it's our genetics. What? What? Come on, come on. Don't give me that shite. Well, today you've cl- clicked on it. Now let's get to the, the gist. I never really get to the gist. But there is a gist. Usually, if there's five minutes, that's good. If, uh, if out of these uh, 166th um, episode today, if there's five minutes in all these 166 episodes, then that's still a pretty good deal. You'll get a little bit of um, repetition from, from time to time, maybe all the time, but uh, for one-off listeners, we need to really slap them across the face. If they're not slapped... They die. Maybe at 59, maybe at 81, but uh, certainly, they certainly won't be reaching 113. Yeah, yeah. Let's see if you, you reach 113, um, podcaster. Well, yeah, let's compare notes in 30 years. Um, when I'm 80, let's compare notes. If you're still alive, if you're 50 now, yeah. Anyway, anyway, so science versus health outcomes. Oh, science helps us double our life expectancy in the last century. Yeah, yeah. I've said this one before. Engineers have um, contributed more to life expectancy uh, increases more than the medical fraternity. Don't be so grandiose. Don't be so pompous. Uh, Mainstream medical help. uh, Allopathic medical model. Don't be so grandiose and verbose and uh what's what's another one <laughs> anyway, anyway you you get it you, you do get it uh i've got these uh stethoscopes and qualifications and credentials and this and that but uh if you can't get your own health in order then what the hell are you trying to get your patient's health in order for it's like the whole Jordan, Jordan Peterson thing. Uh, clean your room, then try and save the planet. My room's clean. I'm going to try and save, save the planet to not die at the age of 77. Rather, let's live to 117. Let's live to... Let, let's set a target of 117 and then, then let's go beyond that. Uh, we might be still at low res. But I'll tell you what, there's even lower res happening at the moment. Um... No, we don't have the capacity only to live to age 80. We have the capacity to live to 120 plus. 
even the Bible says, uh, you know, we should be living bloody 120. So let's get there. And uh, if you're thinking that uh, science, which advocates uh, eating uh, whole foods, and you know, which includes gluten, oh, polyunsaturated fat, monounsaturated fat, don't eat saturated fat. Really? Science also says don't eat salt. Fucking really? Science also says don't eat... Uh, <laughs> uh, eat lots of vegetables. Don't eat dairy. Oh, my goodness. And then you die at the age of, average age of 77. So science is not extending our life. Oh, I get it. Okay. All right. If you want to play that game, yeah, they might, may extend your life. If you just get run over by a train, run over... Oh, you might, if it's by a train, you... They only clipped you. They only clipped you across the ankle or something, and then you're in surgery. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we get it. If you get stabbed, yeah. Allopathic medical help, medical medicine, uh, emergency medicine, yes. Yes, they'll preserve life. They'll extend your life because they'll prevent you from dying on the street or wherever you've been stabbed. Fine. Or shot even. Yeah, they can bring us back from being shot. Yes, we get it. We get it. But chronic disease... Obesity? Really? Allopathic medicine. Mainstream medical health. Curing disease. Uh, curing obesity. When obesity, we got more. We have more obese people on the planet than we have uh, people starving now. Get that into you. So, uh, so science, doubling our life, life expectancy, eh? No, 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 don't give me that. The, uh, the engineers that have taken away our excrement away from our immediate vicinity, into the pipes, away from your house, that's a start. Possible water, cleaner water, that's a start as well. Engineers, they can do that. You think your doctor, like a doctor in Africa, can clean your water? No, it's the engineers, okay? We've got these ideas that, oh, we've doubled our life expectancy because we have cotton underwear. Are you, are you kidding me? Cotton underwear is contrib- contributing to doubling our lifestyle? Uh, <laughs> yeah, Freudian slip. Doubling our life expectancy? Are you kidding? I'm free-balling at the moment in, in polyester. And I'll be living part, way past uh, the average life expectancy. Let me tell you that. Let me tell you that, you idiots. And the idiots I'm referring to is uh, the mainstream medical health complex. So, uh, science, hey? Um, some, some fallacies in science. Okay, um... We, we call uh, things like germ theory a theory, and theory is actually right next to established fact. So theory isn't just like, uh, usually when, pe- when people say, oh, I have a theory, usually they mean a notion, an idea, a hypothesis, which is closer to um, theory. Uh, so when you discover something like, for example, uh, oh, vitamin C, um, if you get vitamin C into here, uh, you won't get scurvy. 
Oh, uh, that's a bit low res. Um, I, I really feel that it's not just the vitamin C; it's other um, it's other micronutrients as well that you're getting. That's um, not enabling the uh, scurvy to come on. So if you like uh, the the minor minor little bits of um, vitamin C that may have occurred in, uh, in Captain James Cook's uh, uh, what was it? Cabbage? Did he eat cabbage or lettuce? Yeah, cabbage. He was seen eating cabbage and he didn't get scurvy. So the crew, the crew ate cabbage and they didn't get scurvy. Or more likely, we uh, just probably put it off a little bit. Uh, they weren't immune from all the other illnesses that they can get. That's for sure. After some time, they were called limeys. You know, the the British Navy because they they were encouraged to suck on some lime juice because that's pretty much all, all they were able to get in ample amounts but it's not just vitamin c with you know with that scurvy thing it's yeah that's a bit low res we, we it's a bit more than that okay that's just a quick indication uh science uh then we get you know uh, nobel peace prize winners um that isolate a particular protein and they get a million dollar prize by the nobel society and yeah, good. Uh, they've they've created this uh, new fixation on. Oh, how about spike spike proteins up? Yep, Nobel Peace Prize, million bucks. Yep, yep. And then we start each hypothesis, and then possible like uh, you know five uh, percent um, notable statistical uh, significance in, in in a study comes up with other um, hypotheses turns into another theory even though it's probably low res misunderstood a thousand year hypotheses or hypotheses are uh, conjured up probably more accurate you know 10,000 uh, ideas 5,000 notions 1,000 hypotheses based on one theory and then science ends up Chasing, chasing its tail in ideas, and in, in this case, where I cover health, it chases its tail. And uh, oh, the reason why, like I did this this thing on Justin Bieber's diagnosis today, um, something Hunt, Mr. Hunt disease, Mr. Hunt syndrome, whatever the bloody hell he's got, often gets uh, mistaken with Bell's palsy, but yeah, bloody uh, a neurological type disorder, facial type paralysis, can't smile, can't whatever. Uh, yeah, a, a diagnosis um, that ha- happens in one part of the body and another part of the body is two different um, codes under the World Health Organization and it's treated as two different diseases and, th- and then, yeah, get this, like a particular disease, uh, you know, we, um, we think that this treatment, this medication helps and then a the whole specialty whole specialty uh, in medicine is invented because of one particular drug. You know, um, it, it's, it's asinine. It's asinine. And uh, we rely on drugs and uh, surgery to, to get us over our, uh, our chronic health uh, issues. Where really, it's about the micronutrients. Okay? And it's not just uh, the ingestion of supply of the micronutrients 
you need to absorb it. Well, firstly, you need to digest it and then absorb it. And then come that, that comes with uh, increasing, not decreasing, increasing acidity in your gastric juices. That's just uh, like a low res uh, quick example that we need to concentrate on absorbing, which is uh, part of the whole uh, ceasing of dilution, which includes oats, which, you know, if you do up a uh, search on Google, gluten just includes wheat, barley, and rye. If you look up Google, it also includes oats. So it's wheat, barley, rye, and oats that we need to cease. If you don't, uh, if you're eating any of those grains, even by huge amounts from time to time, a little bit won't hurt. No, you're stuffed. You're damaging the villi in your small intestine. It creates this pro-inflammatory cytokine, and uh, you end up um, hampering your absorption of micronutrients. It doesn't get to uh, you know to the to the cells where they're required to then utilize all the other micronutrients that make them more efficacious. And then uh, I've got grey hair. Um, you know. I got grey hair at the age of 35. Well, my father started going grey at the age of 30, so it's all good. It's just genetic. No, no, no. It's not genetic, guys. Even going grey is not genetic. It's a yeah. It's it's a copper deficiency. That's more of a marker, I'd say. But uh, copper deficiency is still quite low res, like it's mid res. Uh, the really low res is ah, oh, it runs in the family. The only thing that runs in the family, those grey-haired people out there. And those people that don't want greys when they're 27, uh, it's not aging. Yeah, it is aging because you're 57, you've got grey hair. Yeah, it's aging. But it's uh, because you're not getting enough copper as a marker. It's more likely uh, many other minerals and micronutrients. But um, the reason why a certain crowd, a certain family line gets grey or even balding. Even obesity, oh, it runs in the family. Oh, poor, you know. No, 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 no. Even those three examples that I just mentioned with, uh, you know, wrinkles and balding, greys, obesity, you know, things like varicose veins and, uh, and uh, autoimmune disease, um, you know, MS, and uh, you name it. Even your teeth falling out at a particular age, it's not genetic. The only thing that is genetic is the diet and your sensitivities to gluten and your how much uh, oils that you have in your diet and how much sugars and how much nitrates and nitrites oh cancer runs in the family well if you look at how much nitrates and nitrites you're uh, consuming in your diet those processed meats especially smoking is uh, comes after uh, probably those are processed meats with the nitrates, nitrites, and after obesity. That's my thoughts. And um, smoking probably comes uh, as a number six factor. Like I've got this 44 keto, uh, which is my current clumsy sort of branding. So 44 is ceasing for particular food categories. Number five um, is uh, ceasing foods that have... uh, glyphosate or uh, Roundup sprayed on it, which is pretty much you know, the whole crop world. And uh, usually soy and corn um, is most sprayed of glyphosate, and that's a known carcinogen. Even I eat 
corn because it doesn't have gluten in it. But it's got the glyphosate in it. I used to smoke uh, cigars. Uh, for smoking part. The only reason I, I don't smoke now, if I had a choice, I'd still be smoking cigars. It's just that they're too expensive and I'm a poor bastard, right? So anyway. But uh, yeah, smoking is number six. Number five is uh, avoiding glyphosate sprayed uh, crops. Pretty much the whole crop world. But those first four, they're the priorities. Those first four are the, uh, the elephant, the tiger, the fox, and the mouse in the room. Then comes the the fly and the ant in the you know the smoking and the glyphosate. Anyway, that's just a quick idea with animals, but um, there was an idea I did uh, I don't know probably fifty episodes ago in the podcast uh, where smoking was number seven or eight. Don't know how I came to that um, sort of idea that comparison. Uh, you know, my my recent thinking was smoking at number six. Anyway, that's just a brief indication of that. Um, regarding science, I've mentioned some of the flaws of science, like you get one hypothesis and it generates another thousand, or one theory and it generates a thousand hypotheses, ten thousand ideas, and yeah, you know, that sort of thing. It just chasing chasing your tail. It gets more complex and. No wonder we have a replication crisis in science when you can't replicate studies from 30 years ago, 50 years ago, because they're all bubkas. They're not replicatable because they're insignificant. The hypothesis that you're chasing is very low res. It's useless. Listen, that protein. Uh, listen, that bloody enzyme. Ah, oh, shit. You, you just spent 30 years on something you you wrote about uh, 15 papers on it i mean it's fucking bullshit how about that how, how would that make you feel uh, you know you still earned a bit of a living you still got uh, pulled some pulled some uh, public money into your uh, study studies you know earned your quid but as a whole science as we know it is chasing its tail with also misguided people that have their own certain faith, faith in science, trust the science. You can't trust that particular moment in science. Science needs to be a process of evolution, evolution of thought, evolution of ideas, evolution of um, knowledge base building, not settling on. Yeah, fair enough. We got settling of. Yeah, we live on this round blue marble circling a big, bigger yellow, hot yellow marble. And there's other marbles circling it. And then there's other marbles circling other yellow marbles out there, you know. Yeah, we get it. Uh, until you get to the flat earth, the flat earth people and the Ptolemaic um, universe and the even with two and two is four as an axiom is bloody challenged out there. Oh my goodness. Uh, this, uh, what postmodernist type challenge everything. Nothing's real type shit. Um, that's what you get. You know, people start to, uh, challenge that two and two is four. Well, something's got to make sense. Otherwise 
the bridge that I'm just about to cross won't be standing. So certain patterns, they work until they don't. Even in health, we get it, they work until they don't. They supposedly worked because we doubled our life expectancy. We tripled it since the Neanderthals. How do, how do we know if we tripled it since the Neanderthals? How do we actually know that? Anyway, so, and how do I know about the micronutrients? Well, I look at the mirror. I step on the scales. I don't brush my teeth. <laughs> I... How else do I know? I'm not, uh, I don't have uh, sore joints. Uh, I've got a challenge coming up. I've got this 800 meter challenge from uh, my, my housemate's uh, daughter. They're, they're coming over on the weekend and she said, oh, I'll challenge you to a race. Well, what are we talking about? What, what sort of race? Oh, I got second in the 800 meters at, um, at school and come on, I'll take you on. Because she thinks I'm quite fit, and uh, I look fit, but I'm bloody not fit. And uh, so I thought, oh yeah, yeah, let's do it. And I, I guesstimated uh, what 800 meters is, and I took off like I was doing like a 400, and I took off. I ran to the, you know, approximate 100 meters, and it would have been 200 meters down, and then 100 meters back. So that it would have been 200, uh, would have been two laps of that particular uh, 400 meter approximation course that I sort of approximated for, for my own benefit until the until the weekend comes up. So I got to 300 metres and by 320 metres, I, ah, fuck, I stopped. <laughs> I just stopped and walked back probably 50 metres to my uh, to my front door. Oh, shit, that's not good. Yeah, I must say, I did take off a bit faster pace than I was capable of. And then two days after that, which brings me to uh, today. So uh, yesterday was my second attempt. I got to about 650 metres. I did, uh, you know, a bit more than one and a half laps of my two laps because I took it slower. But I got to 650 metres, but I stopped. I thought, oh, shit, stop this. So I'm not sure if I'll do one more until the challenge. Until the, ch- <laughs> until the challenge on the weekend, which uh, today is Thursday. The challenge will be on Sunday. Should I report back? Should I? Should I report back? Yeah, let's see. Let's see how I go. And yeah, you know, it's not like uh, in in the US, if you're part of a, a competitive uh, school and you got second in the 800 meters, well, you're moving. Even for a 15 year old chick, you're like you're moving. You're actually fast. But uh, where I'm living at the moment. And the sort of school that, you know, she probably sort of goes to, uh, they're just probably just jogging and, yeah, I won. I jogged a bit less than her. I I got second sort of thing. So that's what I'm hoping for. (laughs) Let's say I'll report back. So that's a quick story of my my challenge that's come up. Oh, but you don't advocate uh, exercise. I'm not exercising. I'm just going to take up this challenge. Oh, oh. Also, also, I've got this grandiose idea. What if I just um, do some sprints? Like uh, I'm now nearly 50. I'm in in my 50th year of life. And uh, in Europe, they say actually 50 when you're when you're 49 because you're rounding up to 50. But anyway, um, 
what if I do some sprints and then people start dying at the age of 70 and I, I become Australian champion at the age of 70 because I've got these grandiose ideas that my health is the best. I, you know, I, I look very athletic. I don't do anything about it, but uh, let's see. Now, that's just another grandiose idea. I've had grandiose ideas where I'm, where I'm saying here that um, I'm going to give up this podcast series because no one's, uh, everyone's thinking I'm full of shit. But, you know, I didn't give up. I was going to take up some other endeavor, but, uh, yeah, I'm sticking at it. Um, giving material, health material to, to the world. It's uh, not too specific. It's not too egg-heady. Egg-heady? Egghead, yeah. It's not too uh, specific. I get it. But uh, there is quite a bit of uh, specificity uh, in it because our health is all about uh, getting micronutrients into us. The ample amounts that we require to, uh, to not get those chronic diseases, they all, those autoimmune diseases, the um, getting obese and, you know, the whole metabolic syndrome complex, you know. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that, that's my idea. If I start sprinting and maybe by the time I'm 70, I can do 14 seconds or uh, 400 metres and I can be Australian champion in 100 metres. I'm Australian champion. What? As a 70-year-old, 70, 70 yeah, that's, that's just one of those ideas that I get from time to time. I'm, I'm a bit, yeah, I get it. I'm a bit silly. But anyway. So, science. You're chasing your tail. Um, even physics. Even physics uh, chases its tail. Physics in the 70s um, really, really got stuck into ooh, quantum, quantum theory. Quantum this and that. And then... Four or five decades later, they, oh, fuck, we haven't progressed much since the 80s. Oh, shit. Maybe it shouldn't have been, shouldn't have been called string theory. Maybe we should, should have called it a string hypothesis because it's full of shit. Anyway. Anyway, there it is. Uh, today's episode is the end is nigh. And uh, I'm going to quit while I look for a uh, place to, to park on this uh, today's journey of uh, whatever I'm bloody trying to do. So uh, I hope that's given some more insights. Um, the more, sp- just another quick note, another quick uh, thought into my mind like, uh, uh, boy, the more specialty, the more compartmentalize we get in a particular field line of inquiry the more misguided we may get we, we may get misguided in, in our inquiry endeavors and then that, that includes inquiry into um, into where we are with our health understanding if we can't replicate what we think we know um, in science, then I 
can't see how our life expectancy, as as an example, will go from 77 to 87 by the year, you know, by the end of this century. There's all these, you know, questions on Quora, like, like, is there any genetic therapies or treatments out there to increase our life expectancy even more? And there's all these stupid answers, you know, oh, they're working on this and that, and oh, cryogenics, and oh, fuck. No, it's if you if you don't if you don't knuckle down on the the best uh, resolution of information that we know at the moment, which is the whole micronutrients complex, then we we won't even go north of what our life expectancy is now. I challenge that our life expectancy isn't quite seventy seven. It might be actually a bit lower than that. Yes, we know uh, people living to age eighty eight and ninety eight, and you know, some get to one hundred and two. But those numbers are going south. Let me tell you that much. That's why I make a prediction that uh, our life expectancy by the year 2050 may not be 80 or growing from the current 77, say. It might be 72 by the year 50. Uh, three In three millennia. Uh, by the year 2050. Even if I'm not um, correct with the average life expectancy of 72 by the age of 2050, even if it's 76, at least I picked the direction, right? Because the way we're thinking at the moment, even if you're picking north of 77, just say it is, you know, the human life expectancy is 77, and then we turn that into 79 in uh, 2050, uh, picking that direction, even that, even if it goes from seventy-seven to seventy-seven point five, picking that direction and going north, you may be wrong because you don't understand health the way we should be understanding it. That's my final note. So bye bye for now. Until the next episode, you've been listening to episode number one sixty-six. Until the next time, bye bye. Yeah.